Hold on. Oh, hold on to your love. Oh, got to hold on. Hold on to your love. Got yeah, man. Hey, here you go. Sarah's here. Oh, my God. Why you crying? I don't know. My eyes just Man here, Peter, Mama there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> the people that we ran with was a lot. <laughs> we was we they, we thought like yo why is nobody using this in real life? <laughs> uh, man, could y'all could y'all this this starts us off? I still will introduce the podcast. You could do you could use this for a cold open. Could you guys see mystical in the verses? I could. Um, yeah. Who you th- who you got him against? Does, does, um. does a no limit person have to go against a cash money person? I mean, it would make the most sense. Right? Mystical ju- juvenile. I feel like they match up pretty well. Yeah, but juvenile is gonna get mystical out the paint. You think so? Yes. Yeah. I'm the man right here. I mean, listen. We know he got four hundred degrees. But listen, that, that, listen. He he can't. He gonna depend on one album. Well, four hundred degrees is a classic. It I is. Think. Uh, but I don't know if mystical has a classic, right? And then he still has hot boy stuff and. His second album set it off wasn't that bad. But we just started off with P here, Mama. Like that's not all. That's not much oh, yeah, of a song. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're he right. got a lot oh, of no limits. That he's, no he's limit on on. verse was he's, crazy. He's on on what you call it, right? It ain't my fault. He's on that one. That's not his song. Yeah, yeah. I think we we did yeah. it. Mystical versus Juvenile is a is gonna be a fun. That would be a fun battle. It would be. I, they should do that though. Honestly. All right. Let's 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 intro the the pod officially. Welcome back to another episode of Studio Flows about a week ago. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, uh, joined by Sarah J. What up? Manny Fontaine. Yes, sir. We got a lot to talk about. And I'm, I've told Sarah before we got to recording, I'm going to tell you, Manny Fontaine, and the audience is going to know. Uh, and I ain't putting no, no timestamps in this because we, we already late as is. I'm saving the Drake for the end because I know my blood pressure is going to get up. And I want to just be able to bow out after that. I don't want to go to another subject after that. Okay. That All right. That's cool. that's, no, that's completely fine. All right. Let's start with Lizzo. Lizzo. What she do? Previewed a new song that she had on IG. And in the song, she said she was going to spaz. And some people had issues with the word spaz. Because in the UK... Is it, is it, well, let me before I, I'm jumping too far because the word "spaz" is an ableist slur against uh, people who suffer from cerebral palsy, right? It's short for spastic. Yeah. Now, all of us are from America. We've heard rappers say "spaz" forever. Television shows have been saying "spaz" forever. So when this started bubbling up, I was confused. I was like, I never correlated related the two with people with cerebral palsy i've never seen a joke like that because remember there's a joke in the office i think it's the office right i'm a, i'm gonna say it first before i say right where they were teaching michael scott not to say the word retard uh and he said i would never call a retarded person a retard because that's what like he was going through that whole thing or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so we as as insults go, we've never I've never encountered it, right? And most American people don't encounter it. So I was on Sarah's favorite website, Lipstick Alley, 
and somebody don't even <laughs> come on man stop it it's just like let's get let's be real you put us on put me on thank you i appreciate it um and somebody put up this video. I'm going to play this, this clip for you guys. This section completely jump to the time code below. Sometimes a term that's offensive in one country could be very offensive in another. It has a starfish on the fanny. For example, this word. Well, I'm not going to say it. He put spastic But Weird Al Yankovic did. That was sarcastic. Oh, right like a... In the US, it's generally regarded as harmless, simply to mean erratic or clumsy. But in the UK, it's a slur for disabled people, particularly those with cerebral palsy. Popularised in the 1980s thanks to a few well-intended but naive episodes of the long-running UK kids show Blue Peter. The 1981 TV appearances of the author Joey Deacon, intended to normalise cerebral palsy and inspire, instead partially resulted in the school playground transforming the word into one of the most offensive words banned from TV or radio without strict contextualization. Joey Deacon died that same year, with even his own name turned into an ableist slur for many years. So my problem with this is, it's twofold. One, I get upset that we try to assume a person's intent so the people who were pissed off at lizzo assumed that she knew that that word was a slur and second that the word being a slur is a slur everywhere that's not how words work like so when he put up when the first clip he played was um uh the simpsons when marge said fanny do you guys know what fanny means in the uk sarah you know what it means no it means pussy so they don't have a fanny pack. They don't call it that. They call it a bum bag, right? The same reason, yeah. the same thing where they say cunt over there a lot. Like they, that's a term of the year. What is this fucking cunt over here? We don't say that word. That You call somebody a cunt, y'all fighting. Like that's, th- that word does not come on our television. Whereas I think over there, bloody doesn't come on their TV because that's a, a, that's, a that, that's a bad word. But we them. can say bloody here. So the problem with when they was demanding Lizzo change it and all this, and I'm like, that's what they should have said is, hey, uh, heads up, Lizzo, that word in the UK is a slur, and they're probably going to bleep your son out song out when it comes over here. So you yeah. might want to change. No, they bullied her, and she ended up changing it. And I'm with Cardi B. Cardi B said I would have told them to suck my dick because yeah, yeah, okay, okay. This is what the problem is to me. It was a vocal minority, and because the internet works the way it works, it makes the world seem so small. And you knew that wasn't her intent, and y'all could have did some homework and be like, "Oh, in America, it doesn't mean the same thing. It means there's certain, there's a lot of things." Yeah, it's it's just uh, I don't I, I I agree with Cardi B. Like, it's a, it's hard to say that she shouldn't have like. I don't like that they attack her on this. It's crazy that you attack yeah, somebody on something somebody they don't even up. know about. Yes. They don't know nothing about it, right? So, Because we didn't know. We're being informed right now. Yes. Um, even though we don't use that word as much as we used to, it's actually like an old... Like, we really yeah. don't be like, oh, you spazzing out right now. Yeah. Um, We don't say that. We really don't say that that much. But her singing this song, I, I, I'm with you. Like, why can't we just be like, yo, somebody from the UK say, yo, heads up. This is a offensive word, and I'll tell you why. And let me inform you because I love informative situations. Because you remember, we used to say like Japan, and we didn't realize that was a bad word. Yeah, and, and you and, we learned um, yeah. you can't say Jip because yeah. you're saying all oh, gypsies swindle you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, so we can't say Jip anymore. Yeah, like, so it's all those things. We just sometimes we just don't know. But if somebody attacks you and gets all of, first of all, everybody attacks Lizzo for 
the the most simplest of things. And she but makes it's the most like, inclusive music. She tries yeah. to love everybody. Yes. Uh, so it's just it was just I don't know. It's daunting. It's daunting when people like it's like. I bet you if Harry Styles had a song and in the song he said, "Oh, I asked someone to borrow a fag." I bet you they would not make him change his lyrics. Yeah, because a, yeah. a, a fag over there is a cigarette. Yeah. In, in America, most you would think open-minded uh, people who try to love it. We know we do not use that word, and we and think about it. We could have like, man, you, I don't even smoke, but I'm just trying to get that f word as much. And like, we don't. Even, we'd be like, all right, fine. We we we're not. It's not an insult. It's not. It's, it is what it is. Cool. My life goes on. But man, you're right. They want to. But the bother me is that they that what a lot of people do. They only care about their own interests. You know how much rap it was almost. Remember when um, oh what is it? J Cole was on um, Jodeci freestyle. He yeah, used, yeah. he said autistic, and had to apologize mm-hmm. for that. And I was and I, that's the moment I realized. Oh but, J Cole, you're big. Or you either going yeah. to get big or you're on the Drake song but, because rappers have been saying say autistic this. and 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 go ahead. I hate fake internet outrage. That's yeah, that's what it is. It seems like everybody's just we're so outraged about things that really don't really matter. I don't even understand. Like we really take the internet way too way too uh serious. Like we actually think that we can contact stars. We want to get we want to get retweeted, you know. Everybody's doing all these things, like showing that they're so upset about something. And I'm like, yo, most of us don't even live in the UK. And there's some and some people that are like got mad at her. Like I was like reading a couple things, mm-hmm. and I was just like, these people are just mad because they're just following the the circle. Like it's just like everybody gets in a big crowd, and we just start to beat up on somebody, and it's just like. But she's know. an easy target, like though. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's an easy target. She's a big black woman. Yeah, and that's what yeah. was what what what, what, I, what came to my mind was you can those the people who really were, were vocal about this could really this is near and dear to their heart. But what bothers me is nobody makes a big fuss about the majority of hip hop music. I've never seen nobody get on Twitter and be like, um, such and such. Like you talk about killing a lot. Could you stop, you know, like don't don't you don't have to kill people in your raps. You're better than that. Nobody makes some noise about that. Like, yeah. They want to kill people, let them kill people. Uh they They're definitely to... in worldwide. I know that. No. They tried to kill um Saucy Santana. Man, they bring this shit up Santana? like every two to three years. So Saucy Santana, uh, if you don't know, it's a rapper, homosexual. Uh, he was on Love and Hip Hop Miami. Yo, so can we talk about how how, oh, Mona, yeah, yeah. how Mona just be? I mean, listen, she I want to say fumble the bag, but she got a bag. But man, I remember one time they asked Mona Scott why you don't sign these people to a certain kind of I get like a finder's fee because you got to think about the Cardi B, like how she yeah. launched helped helped her get bigger. But then um, Saucy Santana's another one who's blowing up. Uh, Chameleon, Chameleon. I forget how to pronounce the girl's name, but she's going to be in rap shit. This on Insecure. I mean, uh, Issa Rae's new show that's going to be on HBO. Uh, she was on Love Hip Hop Miami as well. Just like, you know, just like, yo, we sign a little bit of contract. We get a little 5, 5%, 10%. It's beneficial for both parties, but that's neither here than that. So he has some old tweets, Saucy Santana did, about um, Blue Ivy and Beyonce. So the Beyonce one, I think when Beyonce was pregnant, he didn't 
think she was glowing. She would look dry or whatever. And then the other one was talking about Blue Ivy's hair being nappy and um, comparing her to North. Yeah, like North. The, the only issue oh, I yeah, had, I the only yeah. issue I had was the nappy in the North. You ain't gotta like Beyonce. I don't. You, you grown, but he was he was twenty at the time. It's, I'm just. I don't think that's an excuse. Yeah, I don't even really understand talking about people's babies. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't like um like that. I just don't like that. And with that said, I don't believe none of that is enough to be quote unquote canceled. Like, get the fuck out of here. I do like the fact that he did not. He while he did say, "Yo, I was young. I'm not the same person now." He did not apologize, and I liked his reasoning. His reasoning was, "If I'm going to apologize, I'm going to apologize to the people I offended, not the internet." And I was like, yeah. "That oh, makes sense." Good. If you see Beyonce, I apologize. See, apologize. But yeah, that's what a lot of people do. I'm sorry, but who are you apologizing to? This is a, you stand on a tweet? No, I like that. I want that to be like on a t-shirt or something. Like, <laughs> yo, like that's that's a great way to look at life. Like people want us to apologize to everybody. Yeah. You know, people get offended and they want an apology. Like I want a public apology. But isn't that nah. isn't that the it's the child thing? Is you do that when you're little? Apologize yeah. and it means nothing. You just say I'm sorry, so y'all can get back to playing or do whatever, whatever. So you just do it. And, and to me, if this... I said, yeah, sorry to cut you off, Look. but to me, I feel like he has apologized within his actions. Because me and you, we all think like apology is not what you say; it's how you carry it's yourself. Behavior is apology. Yeah, yeah. So if he's saying like, man, I don't tweet like that no more. I don't do these type of things. And why? That's the apology. But we don't like to take that. We want to hear the words. Yeah, and like it makes it feel we want better. To hear them. It's, ver- yeah. it's verbal medicine. Oh, I feel so good. He said, "You said it." Uh, or not only that, or is I made you say it. Same thing with 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 uh, Lizzo. I made you change your lyric. Like, are there somebody yeah, yeah. really just like going around? We did that, you know, and feeling good about themselves because they had some control over it. When Lizzo pr- could give two shits about the situation because she's from America, not that she. D- doesn't like uh, people yeah but it's just well this is good for business so i like her new single though it's kind of hot which one is this one about damn time yeah 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 we talked about that right when she had the because she did it on snl right yeah and i was i think i was telling you that it's like actually on like adult contemporary music now speaking of which i know manny fontaine um he talked he saw the tank uh, what was it? The Tank Drink Champs. Did you see his R and B money? Money, you, yeah. Podcast? I listened to that. Okay. Yeah, I listened to podcast. How was that? This is the one with Jamie Foxx on there. Oh, this is the beginning stages. <laughs> he has to get a little bit better. Him and Jay Valentine are like best friends. I didn't know that. Um, like that's his manager and stuff like that. They like they're like best buddies. Like so, I didn't know that. But it was just it's kind of all over the place. You know what's weird? Podcasting, and then, well, not to not to deviate too far, it was the one thing that the little people could do, and then the celebrities just was like, "Oh, we're we're famous, and they could take it." Like, what I'm saying is, let's say on a scale of one to ten, our podcast is a six seven range, right? Just all a celebrity who gives you a four or five could get more downloads than we do, and get more. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, see, like, and, and I am talking from a place. Like, I'm better than Tank. And, and podcasting, I am. We are all are better than. Like, it was all over the place. Like, if he if Tank hit me up, I'd be like, bro, you got to find more structure. <laughs> like, they didn't have no structure, and it was all over the place. And I said, oh, this is a young podcast. It's going to take some time for them to figure out a rhythm on how to get this together. 
But Jay Fox, they have this little section at the end where it's like you got to tell them a story but not leave out the names. And that was funny, but it wasn't. It just wasn't good enough. It was like three minutes. Also, sometimes I think, do any of these, not do any, but do certain celebrities even want a podcast or they're just, hey, you're a big name. We'll give you the bag. Just I shit, think just people tell everybody this, shoot the shit with your friends. Yeah. I think that happens a lot. People are like, you should do a podcast. And I'm not saying there's not interesting people to do a podcast. But really, Tank, why do you need to do a podcast? Honestly, what you need to do is do a TV show about writing or producing. Or, like, you need to be on VH1 with a show. That's what he needs to do. He, he doesn't need to be podcasting. He needs to, like, come up with a way that he can monopolize, like, making songs and teaching people how to sing and teaching people about R&B. I would love to watch that. But, like, you can't do it with his podcasting. He's trying to. I don't know. Right. It's just mm-hmm. it's just not going to work out. I mean, it might work out. I'm not trying to wish. Just, it's it's early, but I, I brought it yeah, up because Sarah brought up a dark contemporary, and I remember that was one of Tank's, you know, he didn't have the bandwidth that Sam Smith had. when he, So, yeah, that's, that's what brought that up. The other story that we, we didn't get to get to yet uh, since we last podcast was Rolling Stone's top 200 list. That people were so mad about. I didn't even look at that list. Yeah, list 200 is a lot anyway. But Meek Mill, um, The Game, who while I, I will agree with The Game, the documentary should have been somewhere in this 200. But I will do what, I, what Dan Patrick has always taught me to do is if you believe your album should be on there, what should be off of there? <laughs> like you got, I want. Uh, but I want, you could find plenty of things to be offered. I'm pretty sure you probably could, and they should. But this is the problem with this. So everybody was like, "Rolling Stone, you out of you out of line." Blah blah. With this, let me see. Uh, somebody tweeted, "Take a look at these names here. If you follow or follow them, do me a favor and uh, favor tell them to politely shut the fuck up about hip hop and never speak again." Because I guess all the people who came up came up with the list were white and all this. But listen, it's not Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones fault. For this list, it is black. It is hip hop's fault. Let's just put it fair and square. We can't criticize anybody. They are so afraid because they got their industry ties. And it's twofold. They don't want to ruin the industry ties and nobody wants to be assaulted. <clears throat> and I'm like, fam, this this wasn't great. We're going to get to assaulting later because we don't got any industry ties. But we got to, yeah. But, but, uh, huh. but, but the fact that. But I don't know why we take things so critically. Though. First, like, yeah, the lists are supposed to be debated. Not, nobody's going to get your list. Girl. If yes. I said, yo, um, here's the top five bar foods. Uh, number five is onion rings, followed by cheese fries, then um, mozzarella sticks, and then. Uh, and nachos. Then nachos. Number one is wings. Somebody break. No, so you not say just mozzarella sixth or cheese sticks. You say mozzarella sticks. I think I said mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did just say mozzarella sticks. I'm just saying which one. But I used to say cheese sticks, but then people be like mozzarella sticks. And I just be like, aren't they just the same thing? But well, I understand I, I think you, you could do cheddar, stick. but I'd be pissed off if you put cheddar on my cheese sticks. But, but the, the point is, like, I could do that, and Yummy Yarn could be like, no, I got nachos over that. I got the point yeah, yeah, with their opinions. Yeah. And people get so mad. I was like, nobody's going to get your opinion right. You do your list. But anybody want to try to put that fucking work in? So I got the um, the 20. He, uh, that I think out of these 20, I've heard all of them but one. I think so. I think all of them but one. All right, number 20, DS2. 
We reviewed that 2015 from Future. I should say Future DS, Dirty Sprite 2. 19, Lil' Kim's Hardcore. 18, Mad Villain, Mad Villainy. In I never heard this album. Kanye West Yeezus at 17. Cardi B Invasion of Privacy, privacy at 16. I don't know if I put her in the top 20 for that album. I felt like, I think the what pushes that album up more is where Cardi came from. Strip club, Instagram, loving hip hop. And you didn't think she was going to be able to put out a project that was pretty solid. I know it won the Grammy, yeah. but as far as albums stand the test of time, I, I didn't get that feeling. I don't get that feeling six years later. I feel I mean, like we're not going to get another Cardi album. Cardi's whole thing is going to be staying relevant. Yeah. Uh, Eric yeah. B. and Rakim paid in full. Ghostface Killer, Supreme Clientele, Dr. Dre 2001, Clips, Lord Willing. See, there's a problem with all of that. None of those should be next to each other. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And then Drake's Take Care is number 11. <laughs> what? This is his best album. All right. And then here's the top 10. Starting at 10, working our way down. Lauren Hill, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, A Tribe Called Quest, The Low End Theory, Wu Tang Clan, Enter the Wu Tang. 36 Chambers, Missy Elliott, Miss E, So Addictive, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kendrick Lamar, To Pimp a Butterfly, Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back, Jay-Z, The Blueprint, and number three, Outkast, Stankonia. Number two, that's not Outkast's best album to me, but all right. Uh, Aquam. Aquamini? Yeah. Aquamini, yeah. I was going to say Aquamini because that's how it helps me spell it. (laughs) 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 It's Aquamini. And number one, Notorious Big, Ready to Die. Uh, I get it, but again, people were mad, but blame so yourself. How you ain't, how you ain't got Pac in the top 20? That doesn't make yeah. any sense either. Yeah. 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 I, even if you wanted to be bold and not put all eyes on me, because I think me against the world is a better album. The world. Yeah, yeah. But no, that, but again, this is opinion, people's opinions. Um, If I had the time. You know what this list makes me miss, though? Remember MTV used to do the top hottest, top 10 hottest rappers at the moment? You know what I liked about that list? Because that was part of the last remnants of being able to debate criticize and that when people were left out they were like all right i'm being on this next year i remember lupe saying in a couple yeah, yeah. of rappers like i'm being i'm being there next year and now yeah, they all be around the table talking about the shit yeah, yeah it was cool. yep, debating yeah. it hard and, and then they would switch it around and all this other stuff and you know yeah that was good and then they'd that be like good. well you ain't gonna hear this song in the club so that's why he can't be there. He needs to be underneath because you're going to hear Drake in the club. And it's like, that's not what this list is about. Boo, boo, boo. It was real good. Where's Sway at? Uh, hosting Sway in the morning? Nah, Sway should be having his own <laughs> shit. Like, he should still be on TV. But MTV don't show nothing but Teen Mom and The Challenge. And trying to find the yeah, next Jersey show. What's the, what's the yeah. next one? Georgia Shore, <laughs> Where's it now? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be Georgia Shore. They had they had a Bay, Florida Bama Shore, Buck, Buckhead Shore. That's what it is. They are trying hard as hell to replace Jersey Shore. Anything else? It was so it. good though. You like it? It was so good. Yeah, I love Jersey Shore. Yeah. No, I My favorite season is when they went to Miami. Oh. I didn't get that far. <laughs> How the hell did you like, like a show and you didn't even get to season three? Jimmy said I was a little bit. Oh wait, you did. You had I, to see Miami. That's when they had the different phone, the fish, the duck phone. Was that in Miami? No, that was that oh, was when they were on the shore. But you, yeah, I think you've because I've seen, I remember. I think a I've already seen it. that one. Yeah, I think three was last. Miami was the last one I've seen. Probably. So look, here's here's what I wonder. While we still on this, so they had talked to Angie Martinez and uh, about this two hundred list. She said they had the Chronic at forty, 
And um, she said, I think The Chronic is one of the most important albums in the hip-hop era. I think it changed quarter, uh, culture. Um, they had Illmatic at 24 for Nas, where she considers that to be a top 10 album. And she goes, quote, I never think anybody gets such rankings right because it's just somebody's opinion. I don't know who the people are that made the list. I'm sure they're very nice people. And I'm sure they have very strong opinions. My opinion is different from theirs. Uh, she goes, uh, so you, we already talked about how Cardi was at 16 and Lauren was at 10. She says, sometimes women get overlooked in these lists. So I'm glad that they did that and they got that right. But then this word comes in. When asked for her own hip hop uh, greatest hits list, she said, I can't do that. That's too hard, baby. You're not going to pull me into that. And I have everybody stuck in uh, my damn IG story. So she worried about backlash. Yeah. So then you can't get but everybody else is scared to do it because they're worried about, well, you know, think about it. Breakfast Club couldn't do it. Ebro in the Morning couldn't do it. Big Boy couldn't do it nah. because you did, you need these people to come visit. So you can't even do the list, but yet you want to criticize somebody else's oh, list. But that's not, see, but that's stupid to me. Like, I'm going to make a list of who's hot right now. And let's say it's going to be 10 people. It's not really going to be hard to get 10 hot people right now. Okay. But just because you don't make the list doesn't mean I don't like you. I didn't bash you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So how are people getting in their feelings over a because goddamn people, list? Well, here's, here's the main reason why. Men taken outside of music were never taught how to deal with their emotions. People all together never were taught how to criticize the act and not the person. So then, oh, if I'm that hot, then so you no. this year you weren't hot or this project wasn't as hot as your previous one or not as hot as we think you could be. When I tell people, I tell you all the time, if I criticize you, it's because I know you can do better. I don't criticize you because I think you're trash. You know what's so funny is that you're talking about like men and their emotions and things like that. And I remember like, what was it like five or six years ago, this random list came out and it was like the top and the list was like named like the top hoes of all time. Whoa. Yeah. Were we podcasting? It it was like Kim Kardashian, Amber Rose, and Christina Milian. And like Amber Rose was like number two or three. And Amber Rose came out and said, How the fuck am I not number one? I got two baby daddies. I did this. I used to be a stripper. I'm bisexual. How y'all ain't got me at number one? I'm glad I made the list though. Yeah. She played with it, and that's yeah. what you should do. And like these, yeah. these men be like, "Yeah, you know, interview with you, fuck you, like, yeah, like, they, like, they were really withhold everything. Nah, nah, fam, you got to show love. I'm like, yeah, you, yeah. You, here's the thing: go listen to a hip hop podcast or a hip hop radio station. This bothers me the most because this is how I know we have, we're fragile as, as 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 human beings in this culture. You we let's say we're talking about um. I don't even put Jay-Z. I want to say, let's say Vince Staples, right? We're talking about Vince Staples. And we said, oh, Vince Staples got a song with Westside Boogie that's uh, it's pretty good. And then, and I'm trying to transition, but then the album came. If somebody was, I kid you not, oh, much love. Shout out to Westside Boogie. That's my guy. Why do we have to stop? Different. <laughs> we always have, yo, must love. Salute. Salute to that. No other <clears throat> genre has to do this. It's as if I, if yeah, that person yeah. does not say salute to Westside Boogie, Westside Boogie's gonna take that as disrespect. Just hanging out with him, man. That's my guy. You, why do we have to say this? Yo, big up to your guy Vince Staples. I just want to put this out there. Getting the he's song, he's my guy. Yeah, you <laughs> loved his album. Uh, yeah, we, we did. We're, uh, he's all getting, like our friend of the show. Getting his song in an Acura commercial. Yeah, I do like the Acura commercial too. And it's Vince. Yeah, it's not too. like he's not yeah. like he's, oh, he sold out. It's just no, he cool. 
Cool as hell. And the Acura is blue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Worked out wrong. All right. Um, we deviated. Uh, well, we didn't. We we stand on the top two hundred. You know who I, I think is the most emotional dude though? And it's so yeah. funny. No, I'm talking about in the in the rap game. Your boy game. He oh, is, he, is. he is still blaming somebody for not being invited to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I saw a story. Oh, that said, it is it uh, the game admits he's sad about, and I said, "Oh my god, damn!" It's, it's, it's now you get to the point is, are you really sad, or you just want to keep your name in until you drop Joe? I Maddie think it's and both. So, both of them. Is that coming out next month or this he month? He pushed it back because you know Beyonce coming. We're gonna get into Beyonce, but. Yeah, he pushed it back. And I, I should have put Beyonce and then did the top 200. But Beyonce out here like, the Yankees are coming. The Yankees are coming. <laughs> the Redcoats are coming. Like, <laughs> the, 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 the motherfuckers got scared. Yo, Joey Badass was like, oh, I got to get a sample cleared. So, what about <sighs> no, that was Drake. He he moved his shit for Drake. And they thinking, yeah. they're saying Drake came out because Beyonce. Because. I was like, you had July 29th to come out with this. Um, So last week, I think it was last week, Beyonce... Got rid of all her avatars on the social media, and everybody's like, "Oh, she doing something, doing something." She announces that um, July 29th, the Renaissance Act One is coming, and I'm. This is first album since 2016's Lemonade, and I was I was surprised that she gave us such a heads up because Lemonade, the only marketing we got for Lemonade was HBO was doing this mini movie that she's doing. And we, well, I was like, oh, okay, it's a bunch of videos. Sounds like Streets is watching. And then after it, the album dropped. And we was like, oh, okay, we can actually listen to this album. Well, technically, you got her and Jay-Z's duet album. Though. No, I'm saying she hasn't dropped a solo album since Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Because she dropped, obviously, a duet album. She's done a Lion King soundtrack. It was dope as hell, too. But then um, this is the first solo album. Then she album. had the Netflix special, which is just engraved in my head. Which is one of the yeah, best yeah. concert specials I've ever seen. I gotta, I gotta, I didn't, I gotta watch this um, Jennifer Lopez one because there's been some things coming out. And I want to see it. Like I get, I get her gripe about the halftime sharing, and that's all. That's cool. I get it. You wanted to do the show by yourself, and time is limited. But also, it was like, well, Room Five shared the set with Bruno Mars and Beyonce. That was three people. And they they would argue, well, Maroon Five chose to do that. We didn't have a choice. Then I would say, well, if you felt that hard harshly about it, then drop out and give Shakira the, Shakira the whole show by herself. If you felt that yeah, bad, yeah. but you didn't do that. So this is this is Up Rocks saying this. Beyonce's Renaissance album will feature both country and dance. Uh, how y'all? Oh. Just off that. I you? bet you she could do it though. Well, the the daddy's girl of so that song wasn't bad. I like the song. Yeah, and, and I'm glad that you gave us a warning, right? <laughs> yes, because if she would have came out and never told us shit about it, if you, as you mean, if you would have came out, and you would have saw Apple Music. It was classified as dance. You would have like <laughs> country or country. It like, like, um, yeah, so it, it says that musical dabbling dabbling will apparently continue on her upcoming new album Renaissance. Variety reports that the album will see Beyonce leaning more heavily into the country direction she flashed on her first, sorry, on her last full length album Lemonade in 2016 as well as incorporating more quote-unquote dance music, although that's a broad category which could figure in a lot of musical directions. I don't care. Beyonce's coming. That's all I need. The butcher's coming. Yeah, Beyonce's yeah. coming, nigga. What does she trick y'all? She just drop like some Ivy Park Renaissance theme clothes. Well, <laughs> it she, ain't an album at all. Just it's something with the I'll Ivy Park. Up. While we on Beyonce, 
Blue Ivy was sitting courtside with her dad. Looking as cute as ever. Yeah, and beautiful Jay-Z's, moment. Beautiful J- moment. Blue Ivy had combed hair. Jay-Z didn't. Yeah. And, I'm uh, so tired of Jay-Z looking like a homeless man. You know what bothers me about Jay-Z and, and um, who else? J. Cole. They don't do nothing with it. Like, we just saw this mini yeah. documentary with Kendrick Lamar. And Kendrick Lamar grew his hair out, but it's 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 kimped. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're just like, ah, whatever, I'm going to do. Even like if, you look at, if you looked at Basquiat, it looked like he stouted in a certain way. Jay just looked like, eh, girls how it grows. What you want me like? <laughs> I was looking yeah. at, um, you were watching the Martin reunion okay, last yeah, yeah. night. And like Snoop came out and like his braids are super long. And then like I was watching old episodes of uh the 2, Ch- Two Chainz show. Oh, most expensive. And I'm like, man, these dudes keep their braids so clean. And then here's Jay-Z worth half a billion dollars just looking like he goes on the corner of like the Dan Ryan and whips out a saxophone <laughs> and fucking starts playing it. Quarter with, waters. Yeah. yeah here you go. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, Jay-Z, I can never be so rich that I just don't care anymore. I'm sure Jay-Z showers. Yeah, he better. <laughs> but I just couldn't. He don't even line his shit up, though. He I just, know, that's yeah. the thing, too. <laughs> he just left to be... He oh, don't even care right. about the lining. Yeah. Yo, what what kind of hairdresser is that? They probably getting paid. I know well, then much. I should be the hairdresser. Oh. I could easily fuck your hair up. You can do it. Yeah. Uh, Blue didn't want her hair messed up. She told Dad not the hair. She, 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 don't she, touch she, the curl. She, yeah, she dissed the coolest rapper. The better rappers have tried <laughs> and failed. <laughs> and, and Blue Ivy was able to put her dad in check and made him look like, All right, yeah, my bad. My bad. I'm not going to do those. Speaking of Jay, I'm not sure about this financial literacy initiative he's trying to do about uh, he's supposed to yeah with Bitcoin and the Marcy projects. This is what bothers me about it. Jay has had the finances and the wherewithal to install a literature. uh, Sorry, a financial literacy program. Why you wait till cryptocurrency show up? Like he been yeah. rich for a minute to have helped Marcy Projects. And yeah, he can help many of projects. In crypto investment, as it is a gamble, it's also a long term thing. And that area needs help now. So I don't know how that yeah. is. Okay, I put a little in this, and maybe five to ten years, I see a return on my investment. How does that help them now? That's all. Yeah, that's, all I, that's, all I, that's all I'm saying about it. I don't get it, but okay. I, you know what else I don't like? I don't like rich people telling me to invest in something new when that's not how you got rich. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, all the, I Remember the, during the Super Bowl, there was a ton of rich people telling us to invest in crypto. I'm like, you didn't make money on crypto. Yeah, now it's down like yeah. shit. Yeah, it's like, what are we doing? Crashed, yeah. Don't push that shit on, on people. That's not how you made your money. Yeah, I bought $25 worth of crypto thinking it was going to turn into like 800 overnight. That shit's at $12 right now. Are you, <laughs> uh, this is a bit? No, this is real. This is some real shit. I made more gambling a fan doing than you. <laughs> Look, they were just like, just. <laughs> Yo, you should have ran that shit by me. I don't know what you used to First of all, it was $25. I bought it a year yeah. ago or something. Hilarious. And uh, Why are you laughing, Jermaine? Man, I would have told you to put nah, that Nah, I, I appreciate your little, your little yeah, yeah, honesty. Save my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 
It's not like I added more to be like, oh no, it's gonna go. Yeah, I gotta make up. I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna let it marinate. I mean, no, but in all fairness, yeah, twelve damn dollars. Man, I'm about to pull my shit out. It might, it might flip. Yeah, I mean, it's twenty five. It's twenty five. That's honestly though the best thing Hove could actually tell them people or anybody else if you listen. You gotta, you gotta, you um, because you learn this in gambling. You only invest what you can lose. So if you can lose twenty five dollars, then it's whatever. Leave it in there. What's the purpose? Yeah. If you couldn't afford to lose twenty five, then grab your twelve. Because then cause you <laughs> can tell yourself, "Oh, I only lost thirteen dollars." But that's <laughs> for anybody. You don't let nobody borrow money. If you let somebody yeah. borrow money, you gotta be the money that you, you can lose. Can yeah. If you really need that lose. money, tell them no. Yeah, does that make any sense? But that's that's. A, that's a black that's a black gem right there that we need to have. It's like, yo, you don't give nobody nothing you don't have for yourself. Like, yeah, like if you can't if you can't lose that shit, don't give it up. Well you know? Ooh, hold up, hold up, man. What about that's your that's your heart. If you can't afford to lose it, man, you gotta be cold on these hoes. I see you many fun times. Yeah, there we go. There talk we go. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I yeah, that's what it was my dick right there. <laughs> Remember that many fun? That was funny. Yeah. That was, what's up? Ju- I don't know which one. He's juvenile sensitive. But if he don't break down that versus oh, versus yeah. mystical <laughs> hypothetical verses, I came up with. If this shit come up on Twitter, uh, juvenile versus mystical, we got somebody listening, and they need to shout us out. Yeah. Throw that one. I will, uh, uh, I wrote down a list of when verses was just getting started, and I I read it on equal opposites, and like four of them came true. And I came back and said, no, look, these little things I came up with actually came out. Um, Where I want to go next? Oh, versus. Let's do that. Jewel Santana. He talking like they didn't, you know, Jules and uh, oh, man. Jim Jones are talking like they didn't get their ass whooped. Want to start this with us now? Don't do that. Come on. Chill out. You did? <laughs> we ain't even going to at nobody. Like, stop playing with us, bro. You did? Not even outside, man. Stop it, Jack. Stop. As we talk to you from the middle of Harlem. You heard? It's crazy. This shit, this shit we do ain't for, ain't for you, hoes. <laughs> it's not. And we activate. Cool out. We really active out here. We really like that. You, I you did? That life raft I know. I understand you're getting interviews and all that right now. You need some more jury before you even talk to us first. You heard? You need at least an M in jury before you even start. Get at least 250 in jury before you start playing with us. Hey! I said Joseph Mad Loud, pull out my government. Where my goddaughter at? Tell her to come downstairs. I want to see her. She mad big, probably. But back, back to us. We too lit. Too much drip. The bars is extraordinary. Too many hits. You heard? We ain't gonna play with y'all. This, this ain't that. You heard? I know y'all saw the locks in the. This ain't that. Don't play with us. You heard? You are uncapable. <laughs> Could y'all imagine how crazy it would be if the start of next season? Boston says, yo, we want to see Phoenix in the finals. We'd be like, what? <laughs> Y'all just lost the championship. No, nah, we want to see. That's how Jules is coming at Memphis Bleak. And I get, I listen, I understand that Jules is all, he's he's basing it all on potential. But the way he's talking to Memphis Bleak, and this is this is all in fun though. I'm just saying still, still, I don't, I don't get it. He, 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 he called out Lloyd Banks. I don't think he, he wanted with Lloyd Banks. I don't know what's a good matchup for Lloyd Banks. I, I gave y'all mystical in um in juvenile. I don't know who you can put against Lloyd Banks. It's just gonna be fun. Uh, like 
I think Lloyd Banks, uh, but I think he would, uh, I think, I don't know why Jules Santana is talking so big, but I think he would obviously have an easy time with Jules Santana. If, I promise him. If there was talk here about, the, how about this one? There was talk. For him against uh, Cameron, that'd be nice. Lloyd Banks, Lloyd Banks. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll give you that one. There was talk that Nori and Beans was going to do it, Beanie Siegel. I can see Beanie Siegel versus Lloyd Banks. That'll be nice, too. The problem with Beanie, though, because maybe, didn't you, Jermaine, we were talking earlier, he said that that um, that Jim Jones and, and Joel's called out Lloyd Banks, not Lloyd Banks, sorry, Memphis Bleak, Beanie Siegel, and Freeway. Yeah, Freeway, yeah. The problem with Beanie Siegel, and it's not a problem, is that he lost a lung. So he don't sound yeah. nowhere near the same. And I don't know if he can perform like that because now it's become a performance. And so I he's going to have he, that he track under all his shit. Yeah. And that's not, it's just that, that's going to be like, oh, he, he gets knocking off points <laughs> for that. Especially for the freestyles. Yeah. They're going to knock off points for that. Yeah, so. and you, who knew if you lost a lung? That you, that I you, mean, we, yeah. that you wouldn't even sound the same, though. Because he's, he's talking. Because, yeah, because your oxygen controls your voice. Yeah. Like, all right, so here's the thing, too. This is what I'm noticing. Uh, I've noticed about myself. Um, I sound different because my nasal passages are open. So I'm, li- yeah, I'm yeah. when I'm editing my podcast and not, how I can talk, I'm like, I don't, I don't sound stuffed up anymore. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, that, now I'm able to have, I can breathe better. So, yeah, you're, you, you, don't, you take it for granted about, about your oxygen. But I can see Lloyd and uh, who'd you say, Manny Fontaine? Cameron? If Cameron yeah, want to do it, because I think you, Manny Fontaine was telling me that Jim and Joel said there was a reason why they lost. And I think they're putting it on Cameron, and the rumor was Cam didn't want to do it, didn't want to be there, blah, blah. So Cam going to have to want to do it. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I mean, that's an easy win for Lloyd Banks. <laughs> like, might as well do Lloyd Banks versus, versus the game. Cause he ain't getting yeah, fifty. Yeah. He, fifty ain't doing it. So if you want to do it, just do Lloyd Banks versus the game. There's some. There might some. There's some animosity between them. He remember the game did a good Lloyd Banks impersonation on that uh, <clears throat> three hundred bars, whatever it was. So you might as well just do that. They line up. They. I mean, they match up pretty good. There's no reason why Lloyd Banks should still should be not making music though. I mean, he's the best rapper in GU. Yeah, but, but remember he came out with an album last week. I mean, last sorry, last, last year. year, and then that one was good. Yeah, yeah. He, he got yeah, well. coming. He he just he just went. I mean, he 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 had a daughter, and he just disappeared for a while. But yeah, punch yeah. my king. Yeah, that, that, that lyrical exercise and them victory freestyles are gonna hit different. And yeah, yeah. Like, that's gonna be a problem for somebody. I want them to do it in New York. Do not do it in. Yeah, so maybe not the game because the game really do it in Miami. You LA, so that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, it got to be in New York. If Fabulous didn't go against Jadakiss, I would I would like to see Fab versus uh, Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks. Just, yep. Well, Fabulous could do it and, and just do mixtape stuff. That would and, be and, nice. And sprinkle, sprinkle, or just lean I heavily more. I music coming too, though. Well, he, he, I think he's single. I, I've been putting that out there. I think he, I think he's single. I think he wasn't happy Who? with Fabulous with the arrangement. He I think he married her to save face. Uh, I, so you think you guessing right now? You like you think yeah, a baby? I, yeah, I said I, that's what I'm putting. I'm thinking. I think okay. I'm not saying this is hard truth <laughs> or I heard. I, mean, I said this is I, this is what I think. I yeah. it would have been better for him to face the music, apologize sincerely, and go get help for what he did to Emily. He should went of, to jail. Yeah, but she probably was going to press charges, and you know the, the state is not going to do a case without the the victim. But 
instead of doing the marriage and pretending like you're happy, I don't think Fab was happy in that situation. Um, let's see, let's see. But yeah, these are all thoughts. Maybe I'm saying this is no. I, I have an insider who's, who's, who's G Herbo called me the other day and said, "Yo, my fa- my future father-in-law is not happening." No, I have no inside information on this. Uh, we talk about verses. There's a new verses coming. A Marion versus Mario, and then there's an undercard. Let me pull this undercard. It's a night of R and B. What is it? Let me see what this says. Um. A Marion versus Mario, and there's a bonus versus matchup: Ray J and Bobby V versus Pleasure P and Sammy G. No, it's just Sammy. You know, everybody else had like initials after their oh, name, man. and nobody else. And Sammy didn't have one. What is Sammy this? and Pleasure P? Yes. Oh, they're about to be washed though. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby V. Bobby V. First album was amazing. Yes, it and is. And his second album was really good too. So he's gonna be able to do a couple of things. He got a couple of hooks out there he could do. He Give got that hook with Lil Wayne. So he could he could do some things. Ray J got them little he got the little hitters too. Pleasure P has a couple of songs, but I don't know what they Sammy got a couple of songs too, but I don't know. Sammy do. Sammy older stuff was greater though, but like nobody really knows about that though. So I'm trying to find the Sammy song that was so dope. Is it come with me? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> uh, and then, um, you think Sammy gonna break this one out? He got you. <laughs> the crazy yeah. things I do for love. That was dirty though. It ain't gonna hit the same. And, uh, His voice didn't change. I know. It, it don't sound right with a grown man singing. <laughs> but yes, uh, that that was the crazy things I do for love. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the angry muppet. Just <laughs> get mad at everything. Oh man! Uh, and then uh, uh, before I leave this, guys, this this is what day is it? Thursday, June twenty third. I need them to give you more than a week heads up. Like, what uh, do yeah. they do? All this shit at last minute. Do do they really get to the end of the month and say, "Shit, we we promised them a verses this month. Who the fuck we got, we got to grab somebody? <laughs> what is going on? Just plan uh-uh. everything out and say card subject to change if an artist pulls." <laughs> And be like, we'll try to get yeah. somebody else or get an equal one and we'll push it back. What are we doing here? It's two, yeah, two years know. into this. Yeah, but I'm yeah. but then you mentioned like why are they still doing verses? Because everybody back outside. Everybody outside, outside, and these gas prices are high. And I'm I, y'all better be driving. Yeah, I know y'all do. Y'all ever drive and Sarah of this specific and see people flying and be like, Oh, you rich, rich. Because you are burning gas. Oh, man, I, yeah, I just seen I just seen a truck flying down uh, oh, Ogden. Yeah, a I mean, truck, he, truck drivers be they no. Rich. He was he was in a semi, and I was like, "Dude, you're kicking up dust. You're going so fast." And I was like, "Or no, he was in a, yeah, he was in a pickup." And I'm like, "Why? Like, gas barely passed. went down like seven cents." Fam, I'm getting is... passed in residential areas at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> say, where are y'all going? They, just, a... they going right oh, dude, past oh, my dad. Like, damn. Do they do, do they not know? Because I think the, I think the most the basic knowledge is. And they might not even know this, that when you run your air, you, you're going to lower your gas mileage and when you run your heat because your car's working more. 
But do people know, like, if you don't drive, there's a way to drive efficiently so you don't burn as much gas. And if you fly to the, every red, flying from red light to red light, you burn a lot of gas doing that. I just think people just have this. Yeah, we can't wear. You know what the problem is? I always say it about this area specifically. And I always tell people I noticed this area more after we came from Hawaii. People here are always in a rush. Mm -hmm. And I never understand why you're in a rush if you did not allot yourself more time. And like I said, I didn't realize until we came back from Hawaii because everybody walked. Everybody chilled. Yeah. They was in little little tiny cars. Damn, Hawaii changes your life, your life perspective. Because I mean, it, driving to change your life. This is no. This like, is what I'm saying. Responsible about, for other people's lives. You, you would think so. Can. You would think, but this is what I mean by that. It rains almost every day in Hawaii. Nobody stops doing anything they're doing because it's just a little bit of drizzle and it'll stop. Like they don't let mm. nothing bother them. And I think it's when um, I've heard people say this. And we didn't get this at all, but we didn't go to like any little huts or whatever like that. Like mom and pop plugs, and I'm not, I'm not talking about no tiki or nothing like that. Um, island time. Like you go to a restaurant or something, like you'll get it when you get it. It's island time. You don't need to rush. Take your time. Yeah, yeah. That mentality, I wish we would bring that here. I was yeah. having this, this, this thought process too. I forgot what it was about, but or what led me to this. But I said, the way our society is set up, it was a couple of things. So I'll stay with, I'll go from money and get into to life after this. So what bothers me about, obviously gas prices are high, but gas prices being high affects everything, right? Like people have called in on Ebro and said, a box of cereal is $8. Milk is $8. I, I was at Sam's Club and for 36 eggs, they wanted $10. I put that shit back. I scanned it and put, I was like, I'm not paying $10 for eggs. This is crazy. But because it comes on a truck, you know, Gas went yeah, up. Everything, yeah, everything so, goes up. But this is what bothers me about that. How dare these big companies not take a hit? They want to make sure their profits stay pro- like fam. So yeah. then you punish your yep. consumer because your consumer's still paying for the gas and they still got to pay for your product. Man, Which okay, then goes into then it goes into the nation when I'm like, fam, the federal minimum wage is still like seven dollars and twenty five cents. And I know yeah. if you live in a um in our There's area, it's going to. But here's the thing. The fact that eggs and chicken and all these prices, Jewel's chicken now is $10 if it's not on Monday. I don't know what it is on Monday, right? Yeah. Why we don't get the temporary raise in wages? <laughs> like, no, like, it's so yeah. it's so funny <laughs> that, you're, that you're saying that because like, at you know, people, people don't know. I have two jobs. So I'm with two healthcare organizations in the area. And last year during COVID, they gave us two market increases. And I was like, did something happen? They're like, no, we just found out that you know you your your position pays more in this area. So, congrats, you got a market increase. So in two years' time, I made four. I got a four dollar raise per se. Okay. And I'm just like, okay, well, this is great. But then I'm looking around now. I was like, hey, uh, yeah, uh, where's that market increase? Kind of yeah. needed right oh, now. I think I should get that. another. I they think said, I should get shut up and work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, I heard no like money. Amazon struck. Well, I don't even know if it's struggling. It might be their strategy that they can't keep people. Like they work you to death in the warehouses. They can't keep anybody. Yeah. And their commercials say that they are above minimum wage. Yeah, they and are. They give maternity and but they paternity want you to stay leave. for three years and get new people, so they don't got to keep like increasing your salary. But this brought me to the other point where yeah. I said the way life is set up doesn't make. Oh, this is what did it. Um. I was listening to something. I mean, it was a podcast, something they were talking about cigarette breaks, right? 
and they said, oh, that was a show podcast. And he said, this one guy didn't smoke cigarettes, but the place he worked had a gym. So, cause he said, yo, people who smoke cigarettes, they take advantage of that 15 minutes, right? They'll, they make sure they get that full 15 minutes. And he said, I went to the gym and he's like, um, and he, and he said, you guys should have a problem with that. I'm, I'm still here, blah, blah. And I thought, and that's what my brain said, is the reason we get two 15 minutes is because of, you know, people smoking cigarettes. Is that why the, that happened or whatever? Cause th- this country used to be heavy cigarette smokers. So then it led me to the way our life is set up. And I don't know how it works in other countries, but in America from K through five or maybe K through six if, or in other states, but in our state K through five, you have a recess. They, they give you a recess starting at sixth grade to 12th grade. School does not give you a recess anymore. You have gym. That's it. And I thought to myself, why? That doesn't make any sense. Is it because they think kids can't sit still? Right. But then when you get older, if you have a shitty job, you get a 30 minute lunch. And I was like, I think they should never get rid of recess. I think people still need time to fucking unwind. Just be like, give them. Get, uh, put, I want put recess. a gym in there. Put a trampoline. Yo, you want to know how crazy we develop as kids? I mean, d- develop as humans. Thought had the they had the thought process. From the ages of four to six, if I grab five people, ten people, twenty ki- twenty kids, right, and put them in a room together, whether it's party, they're gonna talk to each other. Those four, those four year olds. You ever see kids meet each other? Here, play with this. Blah, blah. They get to talk yeah. to each other. If I grab those same people 20 years later and put them in a room, they're going to be on their phones or they're going to be like, what are we doing here? Nobody wants to talk to anybody. What the fuck happened to yeah, us? Yeah. What, what developed yeah. that we didn't want to be friends with each other anymore? Or just like, this is a waste of time. But as kids, we, yeah. man, a new kid, you was excited. He's got new stories. Yeah, they got mom, new toys. Yeah. They got, let's go. And the thing is that when kids are with kids their own age, it actually helps with their development. Yeah. Like if they're like sheltered too long, it's it's kind of delays their de- the, yeah. yeah, it delays yeah. their development. And I feel like phones have delayed adults. With Adult, being social. Let's start it up. What? Adults needs recess. Adult needs recess. Yeah, I've yeah, been on that. Yo, adults need re- a real recess. Man, why can't I just mm-hmm. have a hammock? I remember in, oh, in man. preschool. Oh my god. We used to get naps. They used to want us to not be active. So why Bro, can't I have a hammock? What the fuck is a hammock? And he looking mm-hmm. at me like, what the fuck is a sandwich? <laughs> so we need to find middle ground. We, we need, need balance. balance. That's the end. Your man, oh my God. When he, that little Wayne dedication too? Yeah. Dedication one. That was the that's first the one. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. The, get the stiletto version. Because the knuck if you buck version isn't as good. The stiletto version yeah. is built for that, that, that beat, flow yeah, change. Yeah, you roll that beat. Yep. Oh man. Um as you can see this eye is not blinking. I can't smile on this side of my face. This nostril will not move. So there's full paralysis in this side of my face. Let me see. Justin Bieber suffering from uh, facial paralysis. What's it called? Ramsey Scott? I was I wanna say Ramsey Bolton so bad. Hey man, like what? how prolific do you have to be when you get diagnosed with something new for the disease to be named after you? You gotta go on a whole campaign. Well, Lou Gehrig has a disease. Well, I mean, he was famous though already. Yeah he, yeah, he was a famous baseball player. I'm I sure forgot the real name for it, but he gets named after it. Because what Justin Bieber has sounds like Bell's palsy to me. And I'm just like, okay. So who is this guy? How did he get a disease named after Ramsey Hunt syndrome? 
Yeah. Still like a side of his face paralyzed. Yeah, and then you did a video which made you feel even sadder for him because it was crazy to watch it. Like my eyes not moving, his no, his left, his left nostril wasn't moving. Um, he could only smile on one side of his face, and I was just like, "Oh man, this is sad." You know, like yeah, this is sad because it's terrifying because you don't know what to do. You know, and he has to cancel things, and he just can't. You know, yeah. but you read up on it in time, it could come back. He just has to start exercising his his face and. And just trying to trying to get it back, but they don't know they don't know the time limit on it. Yeah, you know, he postponed three concerts over. Yeah, uh, so I hope he hopefully he gets better. <clears throat> yeah, God bless him. Uh, gets a speedy recovery. Manny Fontaine, you uh, may have been a, a podcast beast. You listen to that, Carisha? What's it called? Just Carisha? oh my gosh, that was crazy. Uh, her first guest was her Carisha talk or something like that. I her think uh, her single boyfriend Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> And Diddy was he was duck dodging them questions like crazy. Ain't he sad. really didn't even. Ain't he sad. didn't even. It was just like, yo, it's a really interesting watch because she was just trying to throw herself at the relationship, and he was just like, "Damn, man, you know, I, 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 I really know Carisha. I don't really know Young Miami. You know, Carisha's a good mother." And he was just trying to put all these things. Man, in. Y'all, listen, they, who would have thought? They asked her. She asked him about marriage. He was like to be married you know i just don't want to do that and she's like me neither and i was just she like up. yo who would have thought that two new york legends within a week got their coolness taken away from women like fam first blue ivy and then not Carice. Like, like what is going on he yo, agreed to do the interview that's the thing though and that's the, the thing about diddy is why are you it's almost like this man had this a brilliant ear this marketing mind this level of foresight yeah when it comes to women like you what are we doing why can you not explain yo we fucking we having fun we cooling yeah. and if in the moment she wants something more you got to leave that situation that go for men and women like once you establish these are the rules see, of the engagement that's, what, that's why you got to watch it because you can see her bending to him and how I'm bending to her, but not really them truly being themselves. Like, because then he wanted to say, yo, I'm just fucking you, but this going to be over. <laughs> Within, whenever I want to. She was like, I want to go back here. He was just like, we'll go. We'll go. <laughs> we'll go. Yeah, we'll be there. Oh, and it's just like, yo, it was just the most awkward. And I don't know how she's going to go, because she's not a good interviewer. I don't even know why you gave her a show. I guess you want to sit, you want her. You want to see it's her personality revolt, right? blossom? It's on revolt. It's on revolt. Yeah, it's on revolt. He gave her the show. Yeah. I mean, she is a character, but I mean, I don't know. It was like, it was it was wild. It was wild. You know what? And you said the good thing about character. I feel I think they figure out Cardi better because Cardi has the Cardi tries. She's doing all these all the. I, to me, they should have like I would have said, Carisha, do you like to eat? All right, Miami's a beautiful city. Let's go to the hot spots and you tell us where to go. And blah, blah. That probably works better than a one-on-one interview or podcast. But you know what? That's yeah. more money. But podcasts are cheap. It. Yeah. It's Why not can't... more money. Them, them restaurants let her in there for fucking No, no, free. I'm talking about the camera crew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Maybe. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the, I mean, people, well, but you probably, could, you probably could get it because depending, you just need to do enough high-end restaurants for the free advertisement. Cause you know, you going, can do mom and pop places too. But, but people want to know where to go in. The, but yeah, I know if you try to make up the people money, wanna yes. go in the, people want to know to go in the city anyway. If you take people to places and just show them places, they'll be like, "Yo, it'd be fascinating as shit." You know, um, 
But yeah, we're just not being creative no more because that was really it was a really boring watch. It's thirty minutes, but it's all like three hours. It, so, like, it seemed ten. like it would be a boring watch because they ain't no they ain't gonna tell you nothing you want to hear. No, no, no. A couple of things on here. Diddy is gonna receive a lifetime achievement award next Sunday at the BET Awards in uh, Black China was in a boxing match, if you want to call it that, with Alyssa uh, Megan. What's her girl name? Megan, Majin. And it was a draw, but really the fans lost. <laughs> no clips it was going around was just bad. It's almost like, would, it, does anybody train? They swinging wildly. I feel like if you gave me a week to, um, like, just real, a week of, maybe a week, two weeks of tr- real training boxing, and then you put me in a ring with another guy who had a week or two, it looks similar. It might be less punches thrown, but I don't think I'll break my my stance and just start swinging wild like we in the streets. Like, I don't think that would happen. I think you would. Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm, just, no. I'm not saying you. <laughs> I'm saying like, I'm saying like, oh, if you give someone who doesn't know how to fight a week or two of training, but they're, not gonna keep, they're not going to keep that. I just think yeah. that's just in general. They're just not yeah, going to keep that gonna knowledge. A, she's going to be fearful once she starts getting that ring. Yeah, that's why I said I think me in general. <laughs> because you know why? Because I said the moment I start swinging wild, and if this guy stays with his stance, I'm going to get whooped. So I was like, the best thing I can do is just keep my hands up. That's just the way I would have thought. But, you know, you get hit, you might panic. You know, everybody got a game plan until they get hit. That's what I don't even know what we were talking about this far. <clears throat> All right, before, before, okay. before um, last weekend, me and Sarah was in the city, a little staycation. We we went to the High Park Summerfest. It's a beautiful, beautiful time with a bunch of beautiful black people. Um, before I get into um, the event, I want to talk about the after the event. I saw, no, 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 not you don't even know where I'm going with it. You have to try and bust out laughing. I saw a lot of people tweet about how amazing this was but they added the caveat that i cannot stand that we have that i feel i don't think we have to add it i feel like it goes without saying but i'm paraphrasing i'll say something like oh look at it all these beautiful black people vibing and and, and living their life without guns see we can we can do it we ain't have nobody i was like who who is that for black people know we can have fun without guns so are we trying to prove it to the whites I'm confused about this. Like, I don't, you could just say, look at us having, if they don't get it by now, they're never going to get it. So it's like, we don't, we don't got to prove it. I guess we're trying to prove it to ourselves sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'll say this. I didn't realize that the average age of that event was going to be 50. So, you got a problem with it or no? No, I'm just saying. No, what you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. It was a different demographic. It's kind of like when we, when we went to go see Earth, Wind, and Fire. And everyone around us was older, but then you started like hearing people talk about going to see them, and it was like people within your age range, and you're like, okay. So Saturday's lineup was Lupe Fiasco, um, Ashanti, and Busta Rhymes, and some DJs. If you were ten at any times when any of those people had debuted, you were going to be over thirty. Yeah, yeah. So how were the performances? They were good. Everybody, uh, we caught the end of Lupe's. He had a, a great set. Um, Ashanti sounded amazing, looked great. Buster was late for no reason. Um, I, I don't understand it. We were sitting there waiting, and uh, and I was not upset at anybody walking off in the middle of that because, fam, nobody's sitting here waiting. And he was doing full songs in the beginning, 
full songs. He know he got a catalog. And then at the end, he going to start doing a verse. Like, I got a lot of hits. Let's go. Let's go to do this one. Then the best part to me, and maybe it shouldn't be, it wasn't the best part for him, but he said, do y'all mind if I do some new shit? The crowd said, no, that we don't want to hear no new shit. <laughs> and he did a freestyle. And I'm like, fam, what do we, is I get it, whatever. Yo, but I'll say this. He had some real fans in that audience because there was this dude next to us and he knew every he knew the single new the, one Buster, that last album. rhyme song. And mm-hmm. I mean, he was a dead, he was probably so happy. That probably just set his little heart aflutter. But I got to give Buster Rhymes credit though because it was what, 10 o'clock when we were leaving? Yeah. And he was still performing. This man still came out the next day. At Hot 97. At Hot 97. Uh, performance on yep. tribute. And I oh, was. Oh, okay. Hold on. Thank you for bringing up Hot 97. Um, you want to tell them what you were doing? How you made fun of the blind? <laughs> Cool. No, I can't. First of all, I didn't make fun of the so many fun of the blind. I was I was sitting there with Sarah, and I said, "You can't even Yo, tell this story I'm, without listen, listen to y'all." I'm a, I'm a paint a picture. I was sitting there talking to Sarah, and I was on my phone, and I said, "Oh snap!" You done? Fine. I said, "No, I'm talking to Sarah. She over here laughing. I don't know if y'all can hear her mic." So I said, "Oh snap!" The Hot 97 Summer Jam is going to be in the metaverse. And then I proceeded to close my eyes and stick my hands out. And, say, and like I'm feeling for the air. And I said, "This I could have been, if I had an Oculus, I could have been, you know. And she just started busting up laughing. And I said, no, this I would be like this. I'd be reaching out to the sky. I had my eyes closed and I'm turning my little head. Yo, like first I'm, of all, he doing this in public. Yeah, I'm, yeah. And Sarah's laughing. I said, Sarah, you laugh and make it look like I'm making fun of the blind people. Uh-huh. Then why you acted out in public if I ain't allowed to laugh? I'm showing you how I would look if I had the <laughs> Oculus in my face and I was up here vibing to the songs. That's all I'm doing. So then there was a couple, of, a couple of people. We had a couple of standouts. You want to talk about the lady who didn't want uh, nobody walking? Oh, my God. So there's these two ladies, right? They uh, they a little older. They done brought their chairs. They done set up. They There's like a little hill that we're standing on. Because me and John didn't know any better. Next year we'll know better. Oh, yeah. We got my chairs and everything. Um, Getting there early, relaxing. Yeah. Um, so they basically found their spot. They probably been there for a while. We standing next to them. There's a tree. And anytime somebody wanted to pass them, because they had like a little space in between their chairs, they'd be like, uh-uh, you got to go around to the other side. Yes. Can't nobody pass. Don't go through here. Y'all gotta go around to the and other I, side. I get that frustration because it, it happens sometimes when you're standing in a, a long line, like at the grocery store or whatever, or and they walk right through you. And I'm like, why, yeah, yeah. why are you gonna walk behind me? Why are you cutting right here? So, <clears throat> um, it was funny because these two girls tried to walk through them. <laughs> the to, black lady and the one girl. Yeah, <laughs> to like walk through them. And then they said the same thing, like, uh-uh, y'all got to walk around. So one of the girls proceeded to walk the around. The non-black one, she was like, all right, I don't know, I'm not used to this culture. The yeah. Black girl was like, and then the other black girl was like, well, I'm already here, so excuse me. Yeah, walk right through them. And I said, <laughs> should, I said she should have pushed the cheers closer together. That's, and then, yeah, then you could have yeah. walked through them cheers and get back, and then scoot a little bit back so you they can't get behind you. The other one, though, that I forgot about was the brother who was living his life. Oh, Judge Mathis? Listen, that brother was me. That brother was jamming to every song, getting it, don't matter what was coming on. And his wife was just sitting in the chair. <laughs> he was smoking him a cigar. Yeah. They, they passed a cigar between each other. 
They did that, but he was living. I said, look at this guy. You know what's weird? Because that guy's in his 50s. I'm not that far from that shit now. <laughs> like 10 years away from 50. Yeah. And you just look at it. But, it's, it's, but you don't. And you don't, still you, good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look good, look good. He was he was jamming to the van. We was out there dancing. That's the, that's the part that makes it feel like a family reunion. It's just everybody vibing. Uh, we're going. I want to talk about these DJ sets before we get to our. Um, we move on. I feel. I felt like the vibe, which I wasn't prepared for, was like my little THC hitter and a drink. Oh yeah, there was there was plenty of people smoking weed with their little vapes out there. And, and I was just like, nope. Say I don't be thinking. I don't because I because I'm so used to it not being legal, but I could do it in my house. That I don't know the public rule. Like I just it, can't. It's probably, be- it might probably be the same. I remember when New York legalized it, like you can't smoke at a park. But you, could, but I'm pretty sure that event because it was closed off and stuff. You could have, you know, like I know I can't get high at home and then go drive my car because no. technically I'm intoxicated. Yeah, yeah, under the influence. Yeah, can't do that. But um, I'll these, know better next year. These DJ sets. Now the one DJ now Sundays was R&B heavy. It was Marsha Ambrosia, uh, Janae Aiko, who they believe is pregnant, uh, Lucky Day, and BJ the Chicago Kid. But they had DJ Jazzy Jeff, and that was the one DJ I wanted because. These DJs we had, I'm just—they played too much of the same music, and I was like, "What are we doing here?" I heard uh, Mazes before I let go, fifth eleven times, and I was like, "There's, there's, there's other songs that we can do to get this vibe. There's other songs that we could do." And then the worst of it was the wait you had for Busta Rhymes. That oh, remember Ed Lover came out? Oh my God, Ed Lover came out. And then got mad at the response he got. So then he said, you're going to do that shit again, nigga. And then he really went back and made the dude reintroduce him. I said, what the fuck? I think he was drunk. It was a long night. He got to rambling. And then he did this, y'all. He did. He, I said, Yo, real talk, though. We're lucky to have Ed Lover <clears throat> on Chicago Radio. He is a legend. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He said, he said. Who's the man was funny? Yeah, it is a good movie. He said, um, y'all know about house music? And he's like, yeah, y'all know where house music came? And I was like, this is Chicago. Yeah, we know about house music. And then they went to proceed to do a house music set, which was kind, which was cool. And I thought, I got my feel for house music. I, lo- I actually like house music. So I don't want to say it, but I don't hear it that often. When I was young, uh, WGCI used to do an A-side and a B-side. A-side was Friday nights. It was house music. I record all those mixes. I wish I had them tapes today. Then B-side was hip-hop and R&B. But then Drake came out and said, Who? Drake, you know, oh. Aubrey Graham. Oh. Must, he must have been boy. there. He must have been that audience when Ed Lover said, y'all know about house music. And he said, all right, I'm going to announce that I got a surprise seventh album coming out. And I should have known by the album cover because he has been over. He's been over two for these album, these last two album covers. They now have they, that pregnant emoji was trash and this gangster font he was doing like the honestly never mind was in the sparkly and i was like all right let me pop this in and i listed the first song i think it's first song is intro there's nothing on there then i listed the second song and i was like oh, okay this all right third song that man didn't get to rap until about track six now here's the here's a good no, no, it was track six when you started rapping i don't know when sti- sticky, was, sticky, was, sticky was when it, it happens and then but, he, don't, yeah. he, he don't get back to rap like sticky though to uh, Jimmy Cooks with uh, 21 Savage. That was the last song, yeah. And then I, I listened to this and I said, what is going on here? 
I did. I had the question. I said, what is going on here? I said, what made him think he can I do mean, this? Does he mean what? Go ahead. Ready for I don't know. No, no, no. Listen, okay. Because we got we to Go break this down real quick. No. I, I sat there and said, why did he do it like this? Because why put out this out? You know people are going to talk shit. But I mean, <laughs> no, y'all just did. don't get it yet. Y'all, that's what he said. Y'all don't get it yet. Nah, he said, said that. Well, yes, that's horrible. <laughs> I mean, listen, because it wasn't bad, right? It's not a bad album. I think it is. Okay, well, we're on two different sides. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So it's not like I don't. I don't think it's bad. It's just why did you like? You should just like I like Beyonce saying, "This is the road I'm going down. Brace yourself." That's the best because then when you hear it, then you're not disappointed you we're already disappointed yeah you were already disappointed with his last album right mm-hmm. just because it felt like Ugh. and it's then more, he comes with same. this mm-hmm. surprise and we're like oh, okay surprise more of the same yeah <laughs> and it's just so this is and this i was is, just like this is why i say it's a bad like what the fuck it's not that i think that there's no good songs on this album i think that you remove Drake from this album and you take the two rap songs off this album, this is an amazing instrumental album because I like house music, right? He is so limited vocally that he should never give you an R&B 90% singing album, right? One, when you take the fact that he's limited vocally and then two, let's be honest, man, that nigga is surface level with the content. There are no deep lyrics here. If Drake was a girl... Our sex and society be like, she is shallow. She ain't been through shit. She ain't never been in love. We've been, I've been telling y'all this man has never been in love. He give you the same sad boy, woe was me. Every girl has hurt me. You didn't give me enough time to be the man I thought I could be for you. And then you left me on green and you switched your phone. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so, t- he's, he's, he's damn near 40. He had a couple, he had a couple songs that I thought would go good for Disney. I was like, oh, this is good. Fam, they've been saying this is H and M heavy rotation at H and M. I said, yo, this is go good in the Disney commercial video. What song was that? I'll let you know. But this Downhill. is this what bothers me. Was, this what bothers me though. The people copying, please. <clears throat> oh man, you got to be on the Greek island. Oh man, you got to be in a visa listening to. Okay, fine. I'm not. I'm not even gonna take it away from you. Maybe this music sounds amazing on a beach. But when the majority of your North American audience is not going to live in the beach climate, what's the purpose of this album? And everybody's and like, "You should have named this album. This is not for you." <laughs> oh, like, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh, five, next. five mics. I said he hit it. Yeah. Only not because it's great, but I said he knew that this wasn't that for me. <laughs> but, but, but that's the problem with it. And then the fact that everybody's coming out the woodworks, showering him. Oh, he did something. He stepped out his box. This is what he did. He did the same thing Kanye did. And I'm going to explain what, what I mean by that. On More Life, the standout track to me, that long-ass playlist album, was Passion Fruit. But it also had Controller and also had One Dance. Right? So then he tried to capture that moment. The same time, the same way Kanye tried to make a gospel album in Jesus the King but none of the songs were better than Jesus' Walk, Jesus Walk or Archer Light Beam, right? None of the top. No song on this album tops those three songs. Ain't nothing on this Passion Fruit. You try to make a whole album all Passion Fruit. But this the problem with Drake. I don't think he's good at making albums, partly because he's not deep enough. He ain't been through shit. And partly because he can't sequence for shit. When's the last time y'all be like, yo, 
he starts on this high note, but by what time you get to the end of the album, he's down. And then or he starts down and then it ends with this crescendo. Nothing. He just puts songs together. So There's he no hasn't problem. Yeah, he hasn't done a concept album. That's clearly not who he is. And honestly, you know what I think part of the problem is? Drake needs to switch up his team. He's surrounded by yes men. And well, then yeah. not that. I mean, like even like his production. Like, yo, just you have the money to get great production. But that's the thing too. You right? Because you just, imagine listening to us in the studio and you're his friend. Yeah, but like Noah's on there, coffee's on it. He got some people that does Afro beats and house. But I'm like, but he's he's done this before. But the thing is, he got these. Okay, so he got that black coffee dude. Yes, or whatever. Was he like African or Jamaican? I, listen, he's 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 a heavy he's a producer in that genre of music. Okay, so he does like the the beat the Afro he's, beats he's and exactly stuff like that. The album. I know that much. Yeah, he really should have been like, "Yo, these beats should be going to someone else." Exactly, and then but also or he should have said this. He should have been like, "You got to release this in like a four pack." But he, like, but you that's can't the do thing. this. You can't do a whole like. I, honestly, I feel like if he would have did a four pack of this. The, Everybody wouldn't have been too upset. He, he, already please. he already said Scary Pack is coming. Another Scary Hours is coming. Good, because that's the, the best thing he's done. In a poetry book. But I'm like, you not deep. You, you, we got to understand this about Drake. Like, Drake, even when Drake is... is um, I'm, uh, let me not forget this, guys. Y'all are all familiar with the, uh, the term Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. We, we got to start being Drake of all trades, master of none. Because he can sing, he ain't the best singer. He can rap. But if I was going to, like, I want somebody just to spit and murder a beat, it wouldn't be Drake. He can he can dabble in Afrobeat, grime, Caribbean, now house. He ain't best in none of those genres. Nah. None of them. Nah. But it's like, yeah. the problem is, is like you're bringing up how Kanye West did Jesus Walks, and then he decided, well, I'm going to do a gospel album because I'm getting closer to God or whatever. I'm mad Kanye West ain't done a house album yet because Faded was a shit. That's what I was. I was like, yo, yeah. if anybody should do the house album, it should have been this dude because Faded was amazing and he's closer to it. I get it, Drake. Your friends are Virgil, but you have the here's the thing. And Wale is probably laughing because Wale said, "I bet you that nigga wasn't gonna do no go go album. He wasn't gonna jump on no go go beats because he no good whether he he was gonna be able." To, and I'm mad he did the house. And that's the thing, like your pussy's yeah. calling me name. <laughs> your pussy <laughs> calling my name. I said, "Are you oh, serious?" Man? I thought that video was ridiculous. Oh, that, I you, think... man, you watched the video? Yeah, polyamorous. Y'all saw it too. Twenty-three. My God, I said, "What is oh, the purpose?" Look at me. That's me, right? Maybe he's saying that's how many women he's been in love with, which would be <laughs> then, which... Uh, then the answer is zero. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like what's football? Oh. Like if you got two quarterbacks, you got none. That's like saying oh. you got to pick one. My God. I mean, I don't know. That's just, I ain't really take anything away from him. I thought it was bullshit. I wish he'd get rid of his braids. But this, somebody tweeted, and this is true. They they said, and I, you know, I just said this like two weeks ago. They said, the problem is y'all treat Drake like a, like a hip hop artist and not a pop artist. Sorry to tell y'all, him and Doja Cat in the same class. <laughs> and I'd rather, have, I'd rather hear Doja rap. <laughs> Insane. She does both of them. She sings better. But this is, but yeah. You know what? You know who Drake should probably get to help him with this stuff? Maybe the people that are behind The Weeknd. Because let's be honest, The Weeknd found a Korean pop or Japanese pop song and flipped the fuck out of that shit. And that's like one of his biggest singles out right now. Out of Time is one of the best songs the weekend ever put out. Yeah, but I, yeah. but I think this is the thing about it. Production-wise, 
Yes, it's the same BPM. And yes, if you weren't paying attention, you think you still listen to one long ass song. His range is not gonna ever get it to you. Like, what, like that's the problem but with the Drake. Thing is, if you, yes, Drake, Drake. But yeah. the thing is, if you, I'm not saying anything's wrong with his production team. Clearly, they found things for him in the past. But it's like he goes up to them and says, "Yo, I want to try this," and instead of them being like, "No, that ain't yeah. gonna work for you," but I found this. This works for you. They just say, "Yeah, whatever you want to do, Drake." What's another, you know, another song that don't sound I'm not even thing. mad at him. I'm not even mad at him trying though. I am. It's just, it's just, it's just didn't fit. Like, I'm over. I, just, I'm, I like, I'm I like over this dude. Say it didn't fit though. I'm over yeah. this dude. Yeah. No, you know why? He doesn't really have too many more shots though. No, but you're you know, right. You're right. Crazy, at this right? point, real quick. At this point, I'm annoyed that people said it's a good album. I said, wait. You know what? They 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 treat Drake with they with they they box with kid gloves with him. Right, because I'm from the era when Kingdom Come came out. You shit it on Hove, and Hove yeah. was Hove. You were like, "This is shit. This is trash. You should stay retired." Black Black uh, American Gangster came. You're like, "All right, this is the Hove I know." We saying this is a good album. This is a seventh studio album. At this point in his career, good is not good enough. We're, what are we doing yeah. here, guys? I mean, Drake's. I don't understand why he's not going back to mixtape Drake. I don't listen. Let me let me go. Let me. This is what I, this is what I mean by this. J Cole says, "Man, this album is phenomenal." Point blank. J Electronica says, "Why niggas mad at Drake? This shit jamming." Quest Love says, "My relationship to new hip hop is mostly on how can this serve me in my DJ gigs, and less about me listening as a fan." That said, this Drake John is a gift. Only people not with the program are people who don't move their bodies. That ain't sexy, yo. You put a caveat in front of that shit. Stop it. Um, uh, Soldier Boy said Drake, bad man, uh, Joy badass. I fuck with this new Drake though. IDK, I'm not mad about the Drake stuff. I think it's good that the gates are opening. No one owns genres. Who said that? Motherfuckers been going through genres like it's nothing. So what are we talking about here? Again, and why do y'all have to say something nice? Say nothing at all. Um, I mean, if they feel it, they feel it. I don't care. But that's not gonna change my my perspective on things. It's gonna be like. Not a bad album, but it came way out of left field. But this is what I this is what again. Static uh, selector. Love this, love this producer. By the way, I like the Vibe Drake joints. Always have. I was directing that more towards people labeling it. Well, he first he said, see how Drake dropped a non-hip-hop album and didn't label it hip-hop or rap? You can do it too. If the shoe fits, wear it for the culture. By the way, I like the Vibe Drakes. I'm gonna stop there. This is what the industry niggas do. This is why you can't do a top 200. Because they they all play this game. I bet you um come Monday. Your favorite, uh, that's Charlemagne. Charlemagne said, I'm not going back to this shit. He said, this is elevator music. Um, but the other people be like, there's some joints on there. There's going to be some joints on every fucking Drake album that you're going to like. Or they'll be like, yo, it's a vibe. You know who you say it's a vibe for? Rappers who can't rap. Well, you're not, you're not going to them for the bars. Yo, so you say it's a vibe. Charlemagne right, though, because this reminds me of when I used to hear John Legend at the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is what they, everybody's saying. Like, this is restaurant. This is hotel lobby music. This is like late night at the beach music, but I'm like, if it's all right, so think about that. If it is what they say it is, then why are you mad that people driving the car, driving to work, and these high ass gas prices are upset with the music? You should be like, oh yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, this is this isn't gonna work. Yeah, go listen to it on the beach, and then and then I gotta listen to the beach for it to be good. That's dumb. Could you imagine yeah. that? Could you imagine telling somebody, oh man, to listen to to, to really vibe to life after death, you gotta go to best style, my guy. Nobody's saying that the greatest albums nobody says you gotta listen to it this way. 
Yeah. They might un- yeah. they might explain it better you to you. You know what makes this album better if you walk into the room, spin three <laughs> times, hit your blunt. No, Adam Carolla used to have me down. He's like he said um he couldn't stand reggae music. And he said I hate when motherfuckers tell me you gotta be on the beach smoking a ju- doobie, getting a blowjob for it to say, then it, fuck it, there's that come music because I gotta do all that shit to, yeah, yeah. to be good. I shouldn't have to work for the music to be, be good. good. Yes. I should be able yeah. to put your shit, shit on, on and, and just vibe instantly. Or I should be able to put your shit on and visualize that I'm there. Drake didn't take us to no beach. One minute he's in love, the other minute the woman broke his heart, then he's back in fucking in Green, Texas. I'm like, what are we, what? What's going on? Yeah. I thought Green Text was going to be like, oh, her text came up green. I don't want to talk to her. I thought so, too. I thought it was going to be funny like that, too, but yeah. it wasn't. I, yeah. I don't think Drake knows what's his best Drake. I, that, I think that's what it is. Because he's been able to slide. You know what Drake is? Drake is the, the nigga in high school who everybody let pass, and then he got to the pros, or he got to college, and they're like, get that shit out of here. Like this, yeah, yeah. he's in college mode now because the off season is better than this, and um, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is better than this. Of so course, like, like in that's what he should have really spaced it. He should drop the shit in the fall. I know it's vibey, but you can't be this close to Kendrick and dropped it on Kendrick's birthday. That's disrespect. It's fucking disrespectful. Oh, okay. Who gives a fuck? Ken, uh, Kendrick Lamar over there in Africa and, and Ghana living his life. He has Kendrick. This is the difference. Kendrick and Cole have shown growth throughout their career. Man, I feel Drake like, has been making the same fucking music I ever feel since like so I far. I say gone. this every time yes. we do a Drake like thing or whatever. Anyways, this album is for niggas who put baby powder between their butt cheeks after a shower. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> 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 that's, the that's a good way to end it. That's a good way to end it. Hold up, hold up. I gotta put the. Uh, I gotta say this because Pitchfork laid into that. <laughs> good, some honesty. Pitchfork, my favorite. I tweeted it. This is my favorite quote. Um, it says, "Quote: By now, Drake albums are like software updates. They don't go away until you finally click on them. And when you do, you only notice the stuff that doesn't work as well. That's it. That's it. And this didn't work well. All right, guys. Yeah. At one and only. At Kicks and Coffee. At Manny Fontaine. At Studio Flow Pod. Until next time. Peace. Peace.